I found myself in a number of conversations over the past couple weeks asking people, how's it going? And a common response that I've received is, oh, just got to get through this month. Just got to get through the end of school. Just got to make it to graduation. Just can't wait till we go on our summer vacation. And I know that May, for many people, is a busy time of year, especially for teachers and especially for parents of school-age kids. It's just a crazy month. There's all kinds of things that are happening, things going on. And sometimes, at times like this, we can be tempted to lose our peace. Maybe that's you today. Just feel like you've lost your peace. You just feel flustered. Maybe you feel just all over the place. Maybe you've lost your temper a few times. You've said words that you really didn't want to say. And you're just not at your best because you're just a little stressed and there's a lot going on. And maybe that's not you. Maybe you find yourself uh, quite the opposite, maybe bored (laughs) or uh, just maybe lonely, discouraged. But either way, your heart's not at rest and you've just lost your sense of peace. And Jesus today talks about peace, and he gives us a great clue into interior peace. On the night before Jesus dies, he turns to his disciples at the Last Supper, and he says this, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. That's important because Jesus makes a distinction between the peace of the world and the peace that he gives. There's a difference. So what is it? You see, the peace of the world is this lie that we believe that it's possible to have no annoyances, all of your desires are satisfied, everything's going good. And there's no big decisions to make. A lot of people just kind of paint that picture as it's probably going to be that way when you're retired. And those that are retired probably realize sooner or later that it's not quite that way. So this worldly peace becomes a lie. And then sometimes you do achieve it, maybe on a vacation or maybe at a certain season of your life. But you start to realize that even then it's short-lived. And the slightest little distraction or disturbance in your life sets you off because it robs you of your peace and you can't handle it. That's the worldly peace. And Jesus is not talking about that. He says that his peace is different. His peace is when he and the Father dwell in us. His peace is the Holy Spirit. The peace that Jesus is talking about is God in us and us abiding in him. Remaining with Jesus, there's this interior peace that leads to a supernatural freedom within. That's unlike any other. This peace is the God who is love dwelling and reigning within us. And so to put it short, peace, true peace, 
is not the absence of suffering. Peace is the presence of love. And that makes all the difference. I remember a time early on in my priesthood, um, remember, you know, a new priest, and there's so many things you can do, and so many people are kind of trying to, um, you know, ask of your time, and there's so many tasks to complete and places to be and people to visit. And I just remember, you know, just being motivated as a young priest and um, having a lot of energy and just throwing myself into ministry. And um, it wasn't long where you start to feel like just a little overwhelmed. And it, and it happens a lot for priests. And, and, and then the first conversation that, that often comes is time management. All right. So then you start to, um, you look at your calendar and you figure out ways to be even more efficient with your time. But the problem is that you're constantly chasing this ethereal idea of peace. And then I would, I would try really hard to have just the perfect day off. That would be just so perfectly fun, but also perfectly restful. And if I didn't achieve it, I'd be frustrated and aggravated. And then you try really hard to um, just, you know, take care of yourself. Maybe get a good night's sleep. And if you don't get a good night's rest, you're, you're disappointed. And, and you're just constantly grasping and grasping for this peace. That if I can achieve, if I can just finish this one project, if I can just make it to the end of the school year, if I can just pay off this car note, if, 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 then I'll have peace. And it's a lie. You'll never have peace if that's how you live your life. And even if you achieve that peace that you think you're looking for, it's not going to last long. Jesus offers us something different. A peace that remains even in the midst of chaos. A peace that remains in the midst of every situation. It's a peace remaining with Jesus. So I want you to think for a moment today, what exactly is robbing you of your peace? Try to get specific. Maybe it's something going on at home, or maybe it's something going on at work. Maybe it's something, a, a difficult relationship, maybe your spouse or one of your good friends. What's robbing you of your peace? Maybe it's stress, fear, anxiety, financial concerns. Something is probably robbing you of your peace. And I'd like to suggest that whatever that is, as you kind of put a name on it, maybe it's a few things, I'd like to suggest that it probably boils down to one of three things. Here they are. Lack of faith in divine providence. Lack of trust in divine mercy. Or a fear of suffering. So let's unpack those. Lack of faith in divine providence. Maybe what's robbing you of your peace, you're saying, well, I just have responsibilities. I got to pay the bills. The kids have to eat. We, this, this roof over our heads, you know, it, it won't pay for itself. 
and you put the whole weight of the world on your shoulders to provide for your own needs and your families, and it just gets stressful, heavy. You feel like if you don't, if you're not successful enough, everyone is going in your family and in your life is, is going to fall to pieces. And in a nation where we have so many resources and so much wealth, we very often believe the lie that it's all on us. And we don't give God any space to provide. We forget that God is real, that he really is a good father, that he does provide for his children. Matthew chapter 7, he says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be given. The door will be open. He says, if you who are evil know how to give good things to your children, how much more? Would God, our Heavenly Father, give to His children who ask? We have a lack of faith in divine providence because we put the weight of the world on our own shoulders. So maybe that's you. Or, second one, a lack of trust in divine mercy. Maybe what's robbing you of your peace is your own shame embarrassment by the way that you live your life, feelings of unworthiness, perhaps addiction, maybe a hidden addiction that no one knows about and you just can't fathom bringing that to light. This robs us of our peace. It makes us insecure. It makes us doubt our self-confidence. We're always questioning others' motives. And ultimately, we have a lack of trust in divine providence. But this is the good news of the gospel. All throughout the gospel, Jesus is reminding us of the great merciful love of God, the unfailing mercy of God the Father. This is the stories, the parables that Jesus told in Luke chapter 15 of the prodigal son, the lost coin, and the lost sheep. At the end, Jesus says, there's more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents the 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. And so if that's you, if you're, if you're losing your peace because of your own sense of shame and sin, true, we do have to repent. True, we do need to recognize our sinfulness and bring it to the feet of Jesus. But we can do so with confidence. We can do so with great hope because God's mercy is real. And he's delighted to shed it upon those who ask. So maybe that's you. Either a lack of faith in divine providence or a lack of trust in divine mercy. But chances are this third one really hits home for most of you. And that's a fear of suffering. What makes us lose our peace is that we are afraid to suffer physically to suffer emotionally, to suffer spiritually. We're afraid of sickness, discomfort. We're afraid of emotional distress, being persecuted and rejected. We're afraid of darkness in our spiritual life and challenge from God. We're afraid. And this fear robs us of our peace. But Jesus never promises a lack of suffering. He doesn't say he'll take suffering away. Quite the opposite. 
All throughout the Gospels, Jesus is preparing his disciples to suffer. He says, unless you pick up your cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciples. Today's Gospels from John chapter 14. He's talking about peace. And only two chapters later, John 16, Jesus says, I tell you these things because in me you will have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have conquered the world. He promises difficulty, persecution, rejection, pain, suffering, if you are to be his disciples. But he says this always with light in the resurrection, always with hope in the eternal life that occurs through the cross. In other words, over and over again, he says, be not afraid. Although you will suffer, it is worth it because it's far greater than the suffering of sin. It's far more glorious, far more fruitful and life-giving if you enter to resurrection through the cross. Be not afraid of suffering because the power of love makes suffering sweet. If you are losing your peace, chances are it's a lack of faith, a lack of trust, or a lack of courage. So what's the answer? How do we maintain this peace? How do we live with faith, live with trust, live with courage? The answer is simpler than you think. Remember who you are. You are chosen. You are beloved. You have been baptized in Jesus Christ, who is God the Son. And as you are baptized, you are now an heir to the throne of the kingdom of heaven. Your name is written in eternity with God. Remember who you are. No matter what situation you find yourself in, God loves you so much. When he died on that cross, he knew your name and thought about you. If you are up or if you are down, you are loved. If you are lost or if you are found, you are loved. No matter what situation you find yourself in, you can pause for a moment and recognize that the God of the universe loves you. That's enough for anyone to have peace. Peace is not the absence of suffering. Peace is the presence of love. And if we live in that love, if we abide in Jesus Christ, remaining with him forever, then we are unshaken and unsurprised by anything that comes our way. Nothing can take away the love that God has for us. Nothing can rob us of our peace. And this is the divine peace that we're made for. Not a selfish, ethereal kind of peace that really just boils down to temporary pleasure. It's a peace that remains. A peace that is strong and stable. A peace that leads to faith and trust and courage. A peace that leads to joy and fullness of life. What's robbing you of your peace? Chances are it's a bad reason. 
And today, if we're struggling with our peace, we want to pause and recognize that God is loving you right now in this moment. Oh, 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 oh,